Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good morning, man. Dude, how you doing? I'm good. What's going on with you? Man, I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm excited about this uh, beautiful weather. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got this uh, this wonderful autumn weather, and it, it struck me this morning as I was driving through. You know, we've, we've mentioned it before on the show before, but we both live in kind of an older neighborhood with right. all these older trees around us. And uh, just when the wind's hitting the trees, and especially right now when the leaves are all golden, right, and, right, uh, red and orange and brown, and they just start kind of you know just lightly falling on the ground. I mean, just it just hit me that that's such a amazing time, yeah. like because it's not like this is going to go on and go on. I mean, there's only so many leaves in the in a given tree, right. Um, and you know, eventually they're all going to be gone and it's all going to be winter. So I've you know, been really trying to take that in. It's funny. And I, you know, I, I enjoy it and appreciate it while I see them falling. But as soon as they touch my grass or the pavement, that's when I get angry. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the leaf blower comes out. But no, I agree, man. It's, it's really great. It's a, it's a cool time of year here, you know, of course in the South and the States we, um, you know, like I think the low last night was maybe in the low forties or something tonight's yeah. going to be in the, in the upper twenties, which will be nice. But, um, man, I'll be ready to bundle up to a fire pretty soon. So. I hear you, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we've got some news here at the top of the show. Uh, you, sir, yeah. are the proud founder of the Jackson Pipe Club. There's a group of us, but yeah, we started we started the Pipe Club of Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, I know and there's a group of us. I'm, yeah. I'm in that group. And you're but, in the but group. Dude, this but, is yeah. all your brainchild. <laughs> talk to the people. Tell us a little bit about the, the Jackson Pipe Club. Man, we're really excited about it. Basically, you know, there's so many pipe enthusiasts in central Mississippi, and we had this idea of, you know, just kind of getting together to learn more about uh, just the, the craft and the passion of it. Um you know, there's all kinds of online internet forums and there's so many people uh, that loves to smoke their pipe. uh, And you may have even heard about country square radio through one of those forums. And that's great. But the thing about pipe smoking is that it's not meant for you to sit in front of your computer screen in your dark office at 1130 at night. If anything, (laughs) just the opposite. It's just the opposite. It's made for community. It's made for uh, safety and people to get together and, and just have a, have fun and, you know, just real conversations. And, um, I mean, that's what it breeds at the country squire every, every day when I'm at work. And, um, so we just wanted to capture that and bring it into more of a social atmosphere. It'll be an opportunity for people not only to learn more about, about pipes and about tobacco and about kind of what's going on in the industry, but, um, even like, you know, just lessons on little things like how to upkeep your pipe, how to take care of your pipe or, um, you know, what, what difference, uh, different type of what different types of tobacco, uh, you know, can offer you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, mostly just an opportunity for people to gather and yeah. to puff and to enjoy one another's company. Really, I mean, a lot of the stuff that we're doing here on the show, except it's in person with right. other pipe smokers, you know, right. and you can come. One thing I really dig about it is that it's a lot of the old guard. I hope they don't mind me calling them the old <laughs> guard. But it's a lot of the old guard with a lot of the newcomers as well. That's right. And uh, so you're getting a lot of uh, lessons and you're and you're learning a lot. Um, somebody even mentioned at one point that we do kind of a, an internal pipe show where we all bring our own pipes and, and show them off to everybody. Yeah. And actually for our first meeting, we actually were able to do that. Oh man. So, See, yeah. I couldn't go to the first meeting. <laughs> yeah. We, and a lot of folks, uh, brought their pipe. I mean, there were some pipes, um, that were actually bought from the country squire yeah. over 35 years ago oh, wow. that they had collected from their parents and then brought in. So it's really substantial pipe collections. It That's was awesome. awesome. But our first meeting we had. Uh, both sexes represented. We had the age range was probably from, uh, well, I know from 18 on the low end all the way to, um, I'm, I'm guessing 
75, but we're going to we're going to just say a, an anniversary of a 49th birthday somewhere up there. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but man, we just had a had a great college students, uh, professionals, retirees, uh, you know, just folks from all walks all of life. It was really wonderful. Love yeah, that. Really great. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, if, if, if our listeners maybe don't live in the Jackson area, but want to learn a little bit more about the Jackson Pipe Club, yeah, where do they need to go? Well, we have a Facebook page, and it is the Pipe Club of Jackson, or I, actually, I think it's just Jackson Pipe Club. Um, if you'll search for that. Uh, we'll actually, we'll put a, a, put a link, link to on, it on the, on the Facebook page yeah. for the show as well. But you know what was awesome is we had folks from all over um, Mississippi show up for this thing. Yeah. So we had, fo- I mean, we had uh, people from Hattiesburg and... Uh, Kosciuszko and Starkville. I mean, just all over the place. It was really, really cool. Uh, this one guy who had just returned home from Thailand, uh, who'd spent like the last four years in Thailand, he uh, just moved back and he was like, yeah, I'm from Thailand and I'm at your pipe club. So Dude, that's here. awesome. <laughs> it was great. So cool. You know, one thing I really like about the the community aspect of the pipe club yeah. is, you know, it is all of us kind of gathering around and it, it reminds me, an image that has stuck with me from last week's episode uh, yeah. with Phil is how he talked about how the pipe bowl is kind of that fire, you know, and, and yeah. kind of that, that need to be around the uh, the fire. Yeah. And dude, that, I don't know what it is, but that has just stuck with me all week long and has both made me want to smoke my pipe and, you know, get my fire pit. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want to extend a, a huge thank you to Phil Harden. Um, we, we hope you have enjoyed the episode and, and I know we brought on a lot of newcomers as well. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you for joining uh, the, the show. So we put it up on the Facebook page yesterday. We uh, are, are part of this, uh, this wonderful great nation of ours, yeah. uh, the United States of America. Um, we know we've got listeners overseas and, and we are more, you know, extremely happy to have you guys listening to us and you guys and gals listening into us. Uh, but here in the States, this is uh, Veterans Day week. That's right. Uh, where we celebrate our, our veterans, uh, those that have uh, served this country and, and put their life on the line to, uh, to protect uh, the, the citizens of the United, these United States mm-hmm. uh, and citizens abroad as well. So uh, as we were thinking about Veterans Day, we, we had a topic geared up for this week, but we thought, you know, we had such a great response from our Villains episode. Right. Everybody wanted a Heroes episode. That's right. And when better to do a Heroes episode than like on Veterans Day week? <laughs> I know. Right? I know. It, it, it would be pretty appropriate. Right. So we dug in and um, we, we what we're going to do with the heroes, it's going to be different from the villains. So with the villains, there aren't a whole bunch of them. Right. Uh, there are right. only... Because pipe smokers are pretty good guys. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest. Exactly. <laughs> um, but there's a ton of pipe smoking heroes. Yeah. So from time to time, we'll, we'll dive back into this well and, and pull some new heroes out. I won't call this the start of a series, um, but it is... Kind of a, a start yeah. of a series. Not necessarily. Yeah. No, next week we'll be back on to to you know pipe smoking practices and otherwise. Right. But uh, but we we will definitely come back to this topic just because there are so many. There's heroes. so many heroes. Yeah. All right. So let's just dive in. Yeah. Uh, did you want me to go first? Yeah. I want you to go first. All right. So uh, you know it's great. We both came to the table with uh, with heroes much like we did the villains. Right. This week you came with a uh, I came with a fictional hero. You right. came with a uh, historical figure. historical figure. That's right. I am a comic book fan. Yeah. And uh, actually, what came up while I was looking at pipe smoking villains, I actually discovered this: the character of Reed Richards, yeah. also called Mister Fantastic and the leader of the Fantastic Four from Marvel Comics. Oh wow! Uh, used to be a pipe smoker. Yeah, I actually discovered there are a lot of comic book heroes that used to be pipe smokers before the comics code came in, and, and yeah, you know, uh, rules changed a lot of the things, except for Wolverine for some reason. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, so. 
pipe smoking, as you can imagine, used to be a very visual way for artists to communicate to the reader that this person is knowledgeable. This right. person is distinguished. Right. This is someone who commands respect when he walks in a room. And that makes sense. I mean, you, you look at an image, you know, in particularly in a, in a genre or venue like that, and you say, oh, pipe smoker. Well, he, he must kind of know what's going on. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And so Reed Richards is in the Marvel Universe. He's one of the smartest people on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's probably one of the smartest people in the universe as they've expanded it. <laughs> um, while he's not necessarily my favorite character, I just thought it was so interesting you know it kind of opened the door for me that that pipe smoking is in comic books it has been in comic books yeah kind of his brief backstory is he was a scientist uh he wanted to go on the space exploration mission so he brought with him uh his good friend ben grimm Mm -hmm. who became the thing he brought with him uh susan storm who uh, became the invisible woman and uh her brother johnny storm and uh, they went on the space exploration mission they got hit by these cosmic rays Uh as you do in comic books and they all got different powers. And uh, for Mr. Fantastic, he became stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but he, I, think my, I think my power would have been to uh, keep my pipe lit like for a really long time. See, now there, <laughs> I, the Human Torch actually was one of the characters. Right. There you go. There Dude, you go. I, I, why, that, that seems like it would have written itself. Right. Hey, Johnny, li- light me up here, buddy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been great. And I actually found on the internet that uh, a couple of panels with Reed Richards smoking... And I'll put some of these up on the Oh, wow. On the Facebook Look at that. Page. Yeah. So this is great. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read this. Uh, this is Ben Grimm, uh, a.k.a. The Thing, talking to Reed. He says, uh, Reed, you're free. Even chawing away, chomping away on your favorite Meerschaum. <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't think that's a Meerschaum plate. No, that's not a Meerschaum at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool, though. Yeah. Um, there's another one here where he's, he's sitting there, he's holding it, and uh, it's right before they go up into space. Yeah. And he said, if you want to fly into the stars, then you pilot the ship. Count me out. And he's just sitting there looking right at the audience, looking very stoic, holding his pipe. Right, right. I am going to pilot that ship. I am going to pilot it. (laughs) You're going to watch me. (laughs) So I'll throw a couple of these uh, panels up on... uh, on the on our Facebook page, but uh, I, I thought you know he's a, everything that I dug into this character and and why pipes were used in comic books just seemed so appropriate yeah. for uh, yeah for why I would choose uh, him as as one of the heroes that we're bringing today. That's cool. That's but cool. Far more appropriate. <laughs> far more appropriate with it being Veterans Day is uh, is you, who you have brought to the table. Yeah, and uh, you know anytime you think of a significant uh, American leader from the past that was identified with pipe smoking. One of the first people that comes to my mind is Douglas MacArthur. And I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Douglas MacArthur today, the day after Veterans Day. Of course, this is a guy, you know, he was born in 1880. I think he died in the early 60s and um, or maybe mid 60s. But MacArthur was instrumental in the Pacific uh, venue of World War II. And he was known for having this ridiculous, huge corncob pipe. Is that right? And it was one of these corncob pipes. I'm sure some of our pipe smokers have seen them before, but, you know, where the, the the cob is not just like a quarter cob. It's like the entire cob, okay? Oh, wow. And they bore it out, and then the, the stem uh, meets, um, you know, maybe about halfway down the cob. And the funny thing about MacArthur, he was kind of a peacock, kind of a showboat, and so he liked to do things that got him... Uh, you know, attention and things like that. But he he would regularly smoke other pipes and cigars, but he was really well known for when he took those photos, he wanted to have that ridiculous corn cob pipe. So I need to I need to yeah. better understand this. Yeah. 
Like, like literally an entire corn cob. Yeah, it, it, it's like if you're looking at a corn cob that's been shucked of all the kernels, right? I got you. <laughs> and then, uh, and then bored out, and and that would be the vertical part of like, the pipe. Yeah, six inches long. Yeah, if yeah. that's the bowl. Yeah, that's the bowl. And wow. then I, I don't think the the bowl was probably drilled out all the way to the bottom. Okay. It probably drilled out maybe halfway or three quarters Still. of the way. But it really, really incredible looking pipe, and the with the shank kind of hitting at the at the at the mid to bottom of the corn cob. Uh, really ridiculous. We'll try to get some pictures up Absolutely. or something on our on our Facebook. But um, just really iconic. You know, he was one of these folks that uh, he wanted to exude authority. He was such a personality figure uh particularly in uh the the lead up to um you know the world war ii and then also in the pacific theater after the war began um and so it's fascinating uh you know you just see these iconic pictures of uh macarthur you know he was actually the field marshal for the army of the philippines when the philippines were becoming an independent nation um uh, president roosevelt let macarthur go to the philippines and help them establish their army that's crazy uh, i mean just really really awesome and then when world war ii broke out they actually you know they tried to defend that part of the world some but eventually the japanese kind of moved into that that part of the world and and he he told the philippines look i have to leave but his famous words were I will. I shall return. Hmm. And uh, and there's a great, great picture of him uh, returning after several years as the Allies had kind of made advances in that part of the world during the war. Uh, he's wading through the water and going up to the shores of, of the Philippines, uh, returning to to the folks that he felt oh, love. Awesome. So yeah, really cool. But MacArthur was kind of larger than life. He was one of those folks that um, almost, in some sense, uh, like General George Washington. He, you know. He, he had some uh, military success, but was more known for uh, like a lot of strategic, you know, retreats and also just, you know, being very gallant in the, you know, in the line of fire and all that. He, he just he really held his his troops to a very high standard. Um, what's interesting is that MacArthur was the guy that accepted the surrender from the Japanese on the USS That's Missouri right. yeah. um, there uh, outside of, of uh, Tokyo. Um on uh, VJ Day. So anyway, just really, really fascinating. MacArthur was also the guy that helped uh, write and form the new Japanese government af- in the aftermath of the surrender. Oh, wow. And so he was basically the de facto leader of Japan for four or five years there after the end of the war. Wow. A, lot, a lot of folks don't even know that. But yeah, his, no. His staff, uh, MacArthur put together the staff that wrote the Japanese constitution, um, that set up their parliamentary form of government, um, I mean, just really incredible stuff. I mean, this is all stuff that, like, you know, the Japanese model is still based on today. Um, you know, was worked hand-in-hand with the emperor, uh, removing some very important military powers from him. And what's so cool is that at, at the time in the Western world where things were very Eurocentric, you had this beacon in MacArthur um, who was a controversial figure in part because he was focused so much on Asia. He, he was very comfortable right. interacting with um, with people in, in Asia that uh, may have looked different from your Western European kind of kind of folks. And so um, just a really interesting figure, very incredible um, highlights, not only from the battlefield, but also just from um, personality and things like that. And, um, of course, General MacArthur, one of the very few folks in American history that achieved a uh, a five star general rank, uh, which is kind of cool. So very um, cool. Yeah, just kind of larger than life guy. But um, anyway, that's that's my pipe smoking hero of the of the week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, excellent. Great choice, especially for Veterans Day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or te- technically, I suppose, the day after Vet- Veterans Day as we record live, but Veterans Week. That's right. That's we, right. We can give our veterans an entire week. Absolutely. They deserve it. And, you know, it was great in the shop yesterday, uh, which was Veterans Day. Um, we had uh, the banks are closed typically on Veterans Day, and a lot of people don't go to work, and some schools are closed. And for, for I guess, those reasons, our shop— at, at the Country Squire, um, we were packed with people that had served in the military. And it was awesome because oh, they so were cool. swapping stories. We had guys from Korea, from the first Gulf War, the second Gulf War. Um, you know, it was just really interesting to kind of interact with those folks. And they were kind of kind of swapping, um, you know, old, uh, old, old stories, which was pretty cool. And also, I'd be re- remiss to say, um, this weekend, my 94-year-old grandfather, who lives in Houston, Texas, uh, came to see me in Jackson. Is that right? He did, and he um he was and he was in um he was in the Navy uh, during the invasion of Normandy, and um was uh on a boat basically as they were on D plus three as they were kind of uh, shoring up some of the advances they'd made there on the beach, and uh, anyway my my papa whose name is Ralph, uh just a great guy. He's ninety four, still very very much with it and uh could still kick my tail <laughs> but re- recently it was really special he gave me two photos of him uh in his navy uniform back in the early 40s um of him smoking his pipe oh that's awesome and it just it just tickled me yeah. would you feel comfortable with us putting that up on the Facebook yeah page? yeah let's share right. them. Yeah. yeah let's let's definitely put that we'll, up we'll, we'll put page. them up because they're they're very special to me yeah well very cool What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Pipe question of the week. All right, and today's pipe question of the week is actually a uh, frequently asked question that you got this past week. Yeah. Um, when smoking flake tobacco, is it best to fold it and put it in your pipe or rub it apart? Yeah. Has it come up in the, the store quite a bit this yeah, week? Yeah. For, you know, at our shop and maybe other tobacconists do this too, but the Country Squire, we, uh, try to rotate, uh, 10 tobaccos in pretty regularly. We don't, we, there's a few we keep all the time, but then there's several that we rotate through to help our regulars just have an opportunity to, uh, to try new things. And, um, anyway, for whatever reason, we've had a lot of flake tobaccos in the shop. Uh, right now uh flake tobacco yeah i was about to ask yeah so you've got to basically they take the tobacco the different leaves that are maybe shredded or cube cut or whatever uh they might be virginia's or perique or you know whatever types of tobacco they are but then they press them into sheets um and then slice them and basically well when when they press them those um those flavors tend to meld together in a way that's just very unique Hmm. um and so it it makes for just a real exquisite smoke i mean it's very different from just something you uh pull out of a bag that's already kind of shredded up it's just really it's a really different experience but a lot of folks when they smoke flake tobacco um you actually see occasionally folks that will take the sheet of the of the flake and just fold it up almost like you would a bed sheet and just shove it in your pipe and just light it on fire oh man um and there's there's ways you can do that there's some pipes that are more um more conducive to doing that uh like a taller narrow bowl is kind of good because it forces the heat to kind of kind of stay on it but then also you've got folks that like a wide kind of short bowl uh, where you can kind of lay the flake down in there 
without you know without really having to to wiggle it much. Uh, my my preferred method is actually just to rub the flake tobacco apart. Uh, for whatever reason, I have better luck keeping it lit that way. Um, but then we've got uh, like Mike Box, for instance. He was in the shop yesterday, one of our great customers. And man, that guy—he's just going to wad that th- thing up and just <laughs> shove it in there. So uh, yeah. you know, my my thing with flake tobacco is it really is um, most important to do whatever you can do to keep it lit best. Because what happens is a lot of folks complain about tongue bite when they smoke flake tobacco, right? Because they have to keep relighting tongue bite. So much of tongue bite comes from when you have to relight your pipe. And with flake tobacco, if you have trouble keeping it lit, um, that's going to be an issue. So find whatever works best. Uh, for me, it's kind of rubbing the flake tobacco apart into, into little shreds. Um, and so basically it looks like what you would get out of, you know, most tins of tobacco or, you know, or, or most of the things that we sell, kind of a ribbon cut or um, shag cut tobacco. Um, and then, then just load your pipe normally like that. Um, you know, if you want to try something different, there are ways, obviously, like I said, to, to put it in there, um, without rubbing it apart, but I'm not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. All right. Good question. And if you'd like to send in uh, a pipe question of the week, email the show CSR at potisteri.com. That's P O D A S T E R Y potisteri.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire with the squire. Yeah, man. Ready for this? Yep, I'm ready. All right. So uh, this week I've got some questions for you all around the theme uh, of beverages. Mm. All right. Brandy, apple or peach? Pete. No, apple. Apple brandy. Apple brandy. Yeah. And my my friend Jamie makes some incredible apple brandy, but I'm not sure if he's supposed to, so we won't talk about it anymore. (laughs) Uh, Espresso, one shot or two? Uh... I would have said two in the past, but right now one. I've been pretty pretty jittery. Trying to cut back. That's, yeah. that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Oktoberfest, with pumpkin or without pumpkin? Mm. I'm going to have to go with. Okay. Another yeah. way of asking that question is Oktoberfest, American or German? Or German. American would be with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Typically, a, f- a lot of the Oktoberfest blends that are blends, Oktoberfest uh, uh, beers that you get. Yeah. Um, around this season are all pumpkin ales. Yeah. Uh, but that's really more of an American thing. It's okay. not so much a German thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did not realize that. Yeah, you learn a little something new every day. Your turn, Bo. In honor of the new uh, console wars that are about to begin again, <laughs> uh, Xbox or PlayStation? I oh, it, I have asked myself that so many times. <laughs> I got to tell you, though. This, I am, is a very, you know, this is a very polarizing thing. It really like, is. Yeah. It really is. In fact, I've, I've gotten into arguments in, in my old life, me and my, my former boss uh, right. used to talk about it all the time, as well as PlayStation has handled their uh, uh, product announcement and everything right. else. Right, right. I, I got to admit, I'm, a, I'm an Xbox loyalist. As we've gotten kind yeah. of closer to go time, I think I'm going Xbox you're, One. You're warming back up to the, to yeah. the Xbox. I yeah. am. Because I, I think, you know, it, well, anyway, I've heard they have kind of kind of struggled through some of that announcement stuff. But. Some Oh, it was, it was they, they handled everything so poorly. But some of the screenshots that have come out from the games, um, the, the graphics look much clearer. I actually really like some of the Kinect stuff. Some people don't like the Always Connected. That, yeah. Actually, I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know. D- different uh, different consoles for different gamers, but uh, yep, go on Xbox. Go on Xbox. Console or PC? Oh. Uh, I'm just stabbing you in the heart with these. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to say, even though I play PC more, I'm going to have to say console. 
uh, because even some of my favorite PC games, like yeah. right now, like so, I'll take a for example, Diablo. Yeah. I'm playing a lot of Diablo three, or I was playing a lot of Diablo three. Um, I played it on my PC, which is actually a Mac. Yeah. Uh, then it came out for console, and I played the demo on console. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. Right. Like the controls right. are just much better suited for it. But yeah. then you have games like StarCraft or, or World of Warcraft, and that's all PC. So right. Man, I pick your poison. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll go with um. I'll go with console. Okay. Okay. All right. If for those um for those games where you have to select a uh, a character or race or type of player, would you be a mage or a thief? That's a uh, typically neither. <laughs> uh, ironically, I generally go with uh, with whatever the paladin archetype is. Yeah, uh, the holy warrior. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of melee play. Okay, so up up close, and I like you like to hit them. I like getting in there and hitting them in the face rather than stabbing them in the back. Okay, or casting uh, a spell. Right. That said, um, Blizzard, the uh, company that produces World of Warcraft, just announced their new expansion set for yeah. the for the game, and uh, along with it, they're allowing you to make any character and like boost it up to the max level okay uh, from the get-go and so uh given that uh, my you know there's two races or not two races there's two factions right in that game of horde and alliance and i've got uh, a dwarf paladin for my alliance and uh-huh. i've got a, an orc hunter for my uh, uh horde and so i've i've always kind of thought about mage uh you know just as, as something that like you know i didn't want to take the time to to invest in it but right. it might be kind of cool to play I'll go with mage between those two. <laughs> That's a long <laughs> dude. I'm sitting here smiling really big because we just really dorked out. Yeah, <laughs> and it's awesome. Nothing wrong with it. Your thoughts, your, your comments, comments. Listener, listener feedback. All right, so some great listener feedback this week. Yeah, uh, got to give a shout out to our boy Carl on Facebook, who's been awesome sending sending uh, some different photos and posts. Uh, last, or I guess it was two weeks ago for Halloween. I asked, you know, I put it out there. Hey, if, if you've incorporated a pipe into your Halloween costume, yeah. send us a picture. Yeah. He shot us a picture of the sophisticated ape, which was an <laughs> ape costume with a pipe. That's so beautiful. Was that not awesome? It was really sweet. Yeah. yeah so, uh, much thanks, Carl. That, Carl, thank, yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you for contributing. Um, the next one comes from iTunes. It's from our friend, uh, giver JDXJSJ. And uh, he says, Bo and JD are entertaining, and I look forward to many more episodes to come. Keep up the good work, guys. Man. Uh, thanks so much, man. And, you know, it's interesting. I've actually, a couple of folks have come in the shop recently, um, and they have said, and this just warms our hearts, too, but they have said, um, you know, I didn't even know you, these are people that live in Mississippi, and they're like, I didn't even know you guys are here, and I found out about you because I searched on iTunes for a pipe smoking podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> and so it's just really cool, kind of the the organic way it's developed. But we love you guys. Thank you for contributing and um, being very much a real part of our, our show together. And if you'd like to, send us your feedback through, uh, especially iTunes. Uh, guys, that, you know, we've said it before. I'm going to say it again. That is one of the best possible ways that you can show love to the show. Yep. Heading on over to iTunes. Even if you don't necessarily listen to us through iTunes, you might listen to us on Stitcher or you might listen to us on Windows Phone now uh, or directly from the site. Uh, but even if you're not an iTunes user, head on over to iTunes, leave us a review. That does wonders for the show in ways that, I mean, I can't even begin to describe. So <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, also, you can reach out to the show. We've mentioned it already, but csr at potastery.com is our email address. 
You can also hit us up on Twitter. I'm the real Bo York. JD is. I'm John David Cole. And of course, we've got the store, uh, which is at underscore Country Squire. All right, JD. Anything else for the people, man? Man, I bought a near up pipe this week. We Did just picked them up at the store, and I'm about to go smoke the mess out of it. <laughs> it has been such a great, great pipe. Um, and we'll talk about that more in a future episode. But you got to look in a near up pipes; they're awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you have a good one. Have a good week, y'all. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.